Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's Friday, and if you're a listener to Tech Talk, this is your favorite day of the week. I'm Brad Cost with my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, the data doc of talk, the one and only world-renowned. He is everybody's love piece. It's Dr. Jay Greenstein. <laughs> Dr. Jay Greenstein. Oh, my God. Uh, wait, maybe, everybody, maybe everybody's better, love piece. Maybe we better start that one <laughs> no, over. No, that's good. That that's hilarious. Just keep no, it. I love it's that. Fine. It's hilarious. No cuts, okay. no filters. All right, roll into right, it, my so, friend. So Brad, what are you up to today? What are you up to today? Well, you and I have been on multiple calls, <laughs> like speaking to you literally every hour of today. We've been doing work for the, the Chiropractic Future Strategic Plan. We've been having great conversations with you know, Dr. Katie Pullman, Dr. Heidi Havik, Dr. Eric Kirk from the research work group, getting a lot of, of work done and progress being made. And, you know, doing my, my typical Kaizo Health, you know, chiropractic clinic stuff and my Kaizenovate tech stuff. And now ending the day with one of my most favorite people on the planet, Lisa. Lisa. And, you know, Hi, we, couldn't ask, we couldn't ask for somebody with a better name, could we? Lisa Love. Mm. Lisa Love Smith. Le- Lisa Love P. Smith. <laughs> Lisa Love P. <laughs> we weren't going to go there again either. Jay, I tell you what, just because all of our audience might not know who Lisa is, why don't you introduce her and let's talk, get talking with her, get to talking with, golly. (laughs) Everybody might not know who Lisa Love is. Let's, uh, let's introduce her. Why don't you introduce her and let's start talking. I would love to. So. Lisa, you'll have to give your exact titles, but Lisa Love Smith is, like you, Brad, one of the most important uh, non-chiropractors in, in the entire profession of chiropractic. She holds, she's held leadership positions at the state level, at the national level. She helps to herd the cats, you know, if I can use that expression, extremely well. And um, not only that, she is an amazing person, um, one of my closest friends. Um, one of the best senses of humor around. Um, you know, we'll have some laughs today for sure. But Lisa, why don't you do me a favor or do us a favor and just introduce yourself to the audience and let them know like all the wonderful things that you're doing for chiropractic. Let's just call it queen of the world. I like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I totally love it. Kidding. Queen of the world. You're the queen of the world. Um, I've been with the Michigan Association of Chiropractors for 19 years now. Um, wow. I was with them prior to the huge merger. So I started with the MCC and then four years later we merged into the MAC. And when Cairo Congress was in need, I had been working, volunteering in the background with Cairo Congress for many years. And um, when they had a switch over in their executive director, I stepped in for a year and a half during a, uh, a hurricane season in Puerto Rico. So that was fun Yeah, to add yep. any more stress on my plate. Um, I do some consulting around the country with other organizations to help them build. And I'm currently, whatever we want to call it, the admin of the Chiropractic Summit. So we meet twice a year. You're the HBIC. You're the HBIC of the Chiropractic Summit. Okay. (laughs) I don't know that. I don't know about that, but um, I am in a position somewhere with the Chiropractic Summit. (laughs) 
So, Lisa, you've also consulted with other state associations. You've, you've actually, like, I would say, like, leveraged out your time to help them run amazing conferences. You know, I saw, I saw you doing it in action. Um, you're so good at running these conferences. Of course, the MAC is, you know, one of the top conferences in the country every single year. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into that, why you enjoy doing it, um, maybe what are, the, what are the most favorite things about it, and, yeah, just share that. So um, something a lot of people don't know, except for my inner circle, is that I used to work in the comedy field. So I was a comedy agent, and I had some, some that I won't name because it's been a long time now, but um, some, some names that are big now, but at the time, they were just out on the road working at com- country, or, oh my goodness, can we cut that? <laughs> working at comedy clubs. Um, all around the country and I would book them in those comedy clubs and then I would book them gigs at um, colleges maybe that were nearby so they could do a noontime at a college and pick up a little extra work while they were there. And so I traveled around to conventions. I was on the vendor side of it. So I had a booth and I was, you know, the vendor. I was selling the the comedians. So um, then one day I was playing in my yard and my neighbor happened to be running the, one of the forerunner associations, um, the Michigan um, Associate or Michigan Chiropractic Association, there was the MCA and the MCS, and she knew what I used to do for a living, and she said, "Can you help me with my conferences?" And that's how it all started. I've been a chiropractor wow, that's crazy. for my whole life. My mom was my dad's best friend was a chiropractor, and so you know I've been a patient since birth, and. Um, But I I say when I started, I came in thinking that this was a temporary thing. I was just going to help her out. I cut my other job. It was just like a a part-time fill-in thing. But every phone call that I took, everybody said, "Um, we appreciate you so much. Every call. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I thought, wow, (laughs) like I'd be willing to take a pay cut to do this because this is great. You know, and um, and I did, and that's what I did. And then the associations merged a couple of years later, and from there, I started doing things nationally. A lot of people don't know, but um, Dr. Tom Clapp was my mentor, and so he did a lot to get me involved um, nationally and bringing me through Cairo Congress and the summit. And um, so I think that's probably where the national came in. And as far as what I love the most about our conventions, I think our conventions are the greatest because the people. It has nothing to do. I mean, yes, it's great that we get a lot of people there and it's great that, you know, we get a lot of vendors there, but it's the, our, the relationships that our doctors have with each other is very different. And you don't know that until you start traveling. So I had no idea that we were unique in a, in a sense until I started traveling to other States and saw that as soon as classes were over, they all scattered. They went to the rooms, they went to the pool with their family, they went to a restaurant. And anybody who's been to Michigan knows that's not what happens in Michigan. We all hang out together, um, we have parties in the evenings, we keep everybody pretty engaged together. And they genuinely love each other. They love hanging out together. They don't aren't looking to skip off and go to dinner or to a pool. And then even nationally, that ends up happening too with all of us. As you know, we have our own little travel crew of people, and we started a pool party last year that was one of the most amazing things I've ever participated in. We're in the pool in Phoenix, Arizona, filled with 
all these amazing, amazing people in chiropractic. And we stayed in there for three, four hours and just had a blast. And yeah. I, I, I don't know that other professions have that. I really don't. So. Yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's a great point. I often wonder about other professions, especially in healthcare. Do they have the same kind of bonds and relationships that, that we have? No. And I feel super blessed that we have what yeah. we have. And it, it spans, it does span beyond Michigan. It really spans across the whole country. And what I feel is like the more people get involved, the closer the bonds and the closer the relationships are. One of my favorite so quotes was, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's right. So, Lisa, I, I got to say, I was going to try to interject. I want to before it gets too far away. I understand the relationship. If you really started out as booking comedian uh, events, that, I understand the relationship you have with Jay and how it started. Then, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's I think the reason the relationship has gotten so close with Jay is because I've never met anybody that's more interested in everything that you talk about. You could be, we got into a 20 minute discussion over drinks one night about high school um, senior, photo, senior photographs. Evidently in his high school or where he went to school, you didn't go out and have a professional photographer and you had all these different changes of outfits. Oh, we're, we're not far apart in age. So this isn't a generational thing. It must've been a geographical thing or I don't know. But for 20 minutes, he grilled me with questions on, well, how does that work? And how much time did you have? And he does that with every single topic, with everyone. It doesn't matter who it is. And so you're not constantly talking about chiropractic, you're building a real relationship. It's not just about what are we doing with chiropractic? What are we doing with the data and the research? I mean, that's all there too, but you're also forming just personal relationships so you know you get two glasses of wine in him and he is the most engaging man in america that's what i think true story just two true huh story. just two but it takes two glasses that's too funny. you get four and you start picking up women from blue cross blue shield <laughs> or or singing bye 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 on a on a um, patio in maine <laughs> eating, eating chicken wings so you know there's that too <laughs> There's all kinds of stories, people, all kinds of stories. I do think that I am genuinely, authentically curious. I really am. And when you're, you know, when I'm fortunate enough to be around people like you guys, it's just, it's just really easy to just want to learn more about you. Like that's just natural. So I, I, I appreciate that, Lisa. You're welcome. Hey, hey guys, it's a good time. We got to take a short break. We'll be right back with Lisa Love Smith, our guest today. Dr. Jay Greenstein, Woo-hoo. I'm Brad Cost. Hang on, we'll be right back. Your weekly dose of talk. Get, get ready. With the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now, today, to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Stop.
stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. And now to a tragic news story. We just learned that a chiropractor recently called his EHR company for help after being forced into yet another platform transition. And the wait times were so egregious, the doctor died while on hold. Our sources tell us he was put on hold for over 176 hours. Apparently, the staff had left early to take advantage of all the extra fees they charge. Ever wonder where all those nickels and dimes go? Don't let this happen to you. PayDC offers its all-inclusive software for one low monthly fee, backed by a team that both respects and empowers chiropractors and their staff. Sign up for a free software demo below and see how Rebels do EHR. Spreading the love. You're listening to The Tech Slot. It's Tech Talk. Well, we're back. You're listening to Tech Talk. My co-host, the most important man in America, and the most engaging (laughs) Dr. Jay Greenstein. (laughs) Sorry, Jay. We've we've got to pull your leg a little bit every now and then. I, I know. I'm used to it. That's good. <laughs> We're talking with uh, Lisa Love Smith today, uh, the yeah. director, executive director. Is that right, Lisa? No. No. Tell me your title. I, am, I guess that's my my uh, title for the summit uh, for the chiropractic yeah. summit. Uh, for it's got a lot of titles. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa's with the Mich- Michigan uh, Chiropractic Association, and. Uh, Lisa, before we uh, took a break while ago, you were talking about your mentor, Tom. Uh, I know Tom affected a lot of people's lives across America in what he did. Would you mind just giving a little bit more detail and maybe talk a little about who he was? Most of our listeners or some of our listeners may not know who he was. Would you mind delving into that just a little bit? Sure. I mean, I'm not sure I'm the historian necessarily on all that he's done. I only had my, you know, 19 years with him, but um, Tom was just a force in chiropractic, not only in Michigan, but nationally. Um, He was very involved with the ICA at one time. He was the president of Cairo Congress. Uh, He likes to say that he was the one, it it was their their old name prior to the rebrand was COXA. And um, Tom likes to say that he was the the name owner of that, even though it's been around longer than him. But, um, so he, he just was very involved with Life University and bringing that back. And in my career, he was kind of like the godfather when I came in. He was, you know, you he was at every meeting. He never missed a meeting. He never didn't volunteer to be part of a committee or to help or to mentor someone. And the thing that there's a lot of people out there probably that knew a different side of Tom and that's okay. Cause the one thing about Tom was he was so good at building somebody up. He wasn't somebody that, that, you know, you didn't hear him say if he was mad about something, you knew, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but if he was your friend and he was in your life, whether he agreed with you or not, he wanted you to be the best that you could be. And he wanted you to soar. And if he saw that there were places where you could soar that you weren't necessarily seen, he made that happen. So he introduced you to the right people or had you um, do a meeting with, with someone. And 
he just, he was all about building people up. And that's probably the biggest thing that people say about him. He was a mentor to many, many people. Um, and then, you know, there's the other side that, you know, probably we always used to call it the world according to clap, because if you got into a conversation with him, he was going to tell you what the world should be like according to clap. And I know he's still doing that right now. <laughs> he's up there telling everyone this is how it should be done. So, um, that was Tom. As far as our relationship, it just started from the beginning. Um, when I met him and we, I just loved him. I love everything about him. I love his wife. I love his daughter. I've known her since she was a bitty girl. And um, he just celebrated a birthday, a heavenly birthday, a couple of days ago. Um, so he'll always be a part of all of our lives, I think. And when we merged, he was a big part of the merger in Michigan. So he had wanted it for many, many years. And at one time in Michigan, there were six associations. And then it went wow. down to two. And the two stayed apart for quite some time. And he was really, really passionate about that happening is, you know, it, while he was still around. Okay. And he, he was very integral in those meetings and making sure that everybody was on the same page. And it happened in 2007, 2007. Yeah. Our scope changed in 2009. So I always get those two dates mixed up 2007. And, um, he will always be remembered for that because I always tell people there's so many state associations that are still separate and I know they all have their own reasons for that, both national and statewide. But what we found when, when we went through the merger in Michigan is that everybody wanted the same thing. Some of them did it differently, but they all wanted the same thing. And once, you know, there, there was a very specific plan put in place to make it work you know, as far as who was going to be the next leader and then who was going to be the first one voted on by the membership and that kind of thing. So there was a full plan that just, you know, once it started, it just went into motion. And, um, but I'll, I always tell the story and Jay's heard this a million times, but I always tell the story of our first convention after the merger. I remember walking in and I walked into the bar at the end of the day and you both know this bar, um, Burdick's in Kalamazoo, you've both been in there. But it's, it's a big sports bar and there's two sides to it. And I remember walking in and to the left was all the suits, which were the MCS doctors at the time is what we called them. And then to the right was what I called all the frat boys, right? So they were in their khakis and their, <laughs> and their you know, tropical shirts like Tom and, and some of those. And, and I remember walking in and being very disappointed and thinking, why did we work so hard to get this merger if you're still going to separate yourselves when we're all together? And Saturday couldn't have gone better. It was a great day in chiropractic. Everybody was in the same room. They were all enjoying the classes. And when we came back together on Saturday night, everybody was together. So the suits That's and the boys came together. We only had, I think, one vote that didn't go unanimous um, during the merger process. And that was over a lobbyist. It wasn't over anything. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like a, a critical thing. It was, I mean, lobbyists are critical, but you know what I mean? And um, yeah. it just, it, it worked and it mixed. And I don't understand why it doesn't happen everywhere because we have gotten more done since that merger happened in Michigan than in the history, I swear, of like, just, I won't say the history. You've got to cut that. So we've gotten a lot no, done in Michigan okay. since that merger. Um, 
And, you know, we've gotten our scope, the scope bill went through. We have um, won a lawsuit against Blue Cross Blue Shield. We, there's just so many things have happened. We recently got a multidisciplinary um, bill to go through, or legal to go through, which is unheard of. And because it takes a lot to get that to happen in the legislature and we got it to happen. That wouldn't have happened if we were still two separate groups. Because yeah. it, it, we just wouldn't have had the ear of the legislators and uh, that we do now. So, I mean, there's alignment in strategy. There's um, allocation of, of more resources. There's so many advantages to people just putting their fucking egos aside and finding ways to find common ground. It is incredibly frustrating for me when I see states and I hear some of the chatter between some of the states and we all know who they are. Um, and I'm just like, can y'all grow the fuck up, please? Can y'all just get your shit together and figure out a way to work together? Because at the end of the day, it's better for not just your state and not just for chiropractic, but ultimately for the patients. And Correct. I just, you know, just, just frustrated. Yeah, so. but Jerry, there, there are I've still people that, that practice. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I've seen that happen across multiple states, Jay, and it's sort of like politics, you know. It's like two different political parties sometimes. They just get at such odds with each other. It's like they can't stand each other. Uh, but some, it's usually one person is the catalyst to bringing them back together, and it starts happening again. And, and I've seen that happen in some states where, you know, it was over one subject matter that they just disagreed on. I've actually been at a conference, I won't mention the state, but it was really the board was young guys, old guys, and it came to a fist fight. I mean, at a board meeting, they stood up on somebody's stuff and decked another one. You told me the story. Yeah, it's thought, crazy. Man, I don't need to be here. And uh, But, wow. you know, they've come back together and they're a great association now, I believe. But it, it's it's just odd how that happens. But I think that's part of the humanistic nature of us sometimes we become so passionate about things we it puts us at odds with each other lisa you know that um you know tom not not only played a huge role in michigan but you know i think a lot of his his strategy a lot of his leadership style a lot of the lessons learned in michigan that he was a huge part of was then taken to virginia you know, Dr. Tom Wetson was a board member of the Virginia Chiropractic Society. We had Bill Ward, who was the president of the Virginia Chiropractic Association. And they found ways to find Brad Robinson, also from Michigan. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they all found ways to, like, figure it out, to find common ground. And, and I remember being in one of those meetings, and I was like, man, this is going to be rough. But you know what? We figured it out. I should say they figured it out. I had a very – didn't really have any role in it at all. I was just kind of there. Um, they figured it out and they made it work. And our, our state association is like so strong, so incredible. You talk about like people loving each other and wanting to hang out. Like that's how it is. Um, so I, I love that story. And I, committee. And I love Tom. We have a leadership committee that Tom was part of. So when the president is no longer president, they become the chair of the leadership committee. And then it just keeps going. Right. And what the love first that. couple of leadership committees, I remember they, they just so passionate. A lot of people in that room that have put in a lot of years and had a lot of history and and separate history too before the merger, right? And so they didn't always agree to everything, but when they got into that room, they argued it out around that table. And then I always laughed because then when we got up to leave, they were all hugging each other and hitting each <laughs> other hard on the back and, you know, I can't wait to see you again. And it was just a love fest, you know, as we were walking out the door. So it just needs to be that way because so much more gets accomplished. 
Amen, sister. Amen. Absolutely. Listen, a great place for another break. We're talking with Lisa Love Smith today. I'm Brad Koss, my co-host, the one and only Data Doc and Talk, Dr. Jay Greenstein. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Come on! And the data doc of talk is Tech Talk. As a Cairo Health USA provider, we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good, bad, or illegal. Most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And, no offense, Everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At Cairo Health USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider search directory to find a CHUSA provider. At Cairo Health USA, our purpose is simple. It's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, Cairo Health USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888-719-9990 or visit www.chirohealthusa.com. Stop. Follow, follow, follow. Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Jay here. I'm with two very close friends of mine, two very special people near and dear to my heart, Mr. Brad Cost and Ms. Lisa Love Smith. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? So, so Lisa, like I, I love hearing your stories. I, as you've said, I've heard them many, many of them before. But um, certainly hearing you talk about Tom just brings up so many memories for me. Um, you know, we, we served on the Chiropractic Summit together. That's where I first met Tom. And um, I wasn't really sure what, what he thought about me. I wasn't really sure if, if, you know, he liked me, he didn't like me. I was kind of like the research kid, you know, from Clinical Compass and wasn't really sure about, like, you know, the, the, position, the political position of that group when I joined the summit. But um, a few years after I kind of known him and worked with him, what was really cool is that we ended up going out for some drinks. It was me, Jerry DeGrado, Tom, and I forgot there was one other person. And I'm, I'm, you know, you mentioned you know Tom and Jerry in the same sentence, and you can imagine what that's like—the three of us at a bar. Probably but some of that. 
Uh, it might have been. You know what? I think it was Simonetti. Yes, you're right. It was Simonetti because it was in Dallas. Um, and I'll just never forget, like, just the conversation. It was the first time that I'd really spent a lot of time with him. And just the conversation about chiropractic and what the future needed to look like, the world according to Tom, right? Um, and it just gave me such a strong um, appreciation for him, his mind, and, and most importantly, his heart. Um, that was just a very special memory for me, not to mention the peanut flicking contest, which we don't have time to talk about today. But when I was speaking at Michigan one year when you brought me up there, I think it was the first time I ever spoke, I remember my neck was all jacked up. And Tom's looking at me, he's like, you okay? And I was like, oh, man, my neck is jacked up. He's like, sit down. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he literally played those ma- magic hands on me and gave me the best adjustment I would literally ever had in my life. And then like five minutes later, I was up teaching and I felt great. And just a, a special memory for me. I'll never forget those hands or that adjustment. And the demand. Like, when Tom Clapp says, sit down, you sit down and you sit down quickly. So, um, a very special moment for me. Um, so, Lisa, you've done so much in chiropractic. We talked about it a bit earlier. Share with us a little more about, like, your work on the summit. A lot of people don't know what the summit is still, unfortunately. Maybe share what the summit is is all about, why we exist. And then let's talk about the strategic plan and, and what your vision is, how you see it moving forward and the impact it can create and how people can participate. So the summit was brought together. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't have the dates in front of me right now, so I'm going to bumble that. But the summit was brought together really to deal with um, the new Obamacare, um, you know, situation when that was happening the affordable care act yeah yeah, and make sure thank you you're gonna say all the right words and i'm supposed to say all the right words but uh i'm I'm better at (laughs) jokes it's just and we haven't told jokes you're making me serious (laughs) i'm like way better at jokes let's tell jokes um so the summit was brought together before i was involved and um to help with the affordable care act so that went through and, and helped chiropractic immensely. It was brought into the Affordable Care Act and, and it continued to be able to be there as for the profession. It's not the voice. It's not some, you know, like closed door, even though we do meet in a room and we close the doors, but people are welcome to come as guests, but people think it's like this secret society, like the, the old secret societies. It's not at all. It's all the uh, people that are in the profession that are out there doing things, donating their time, donating their money. Um, uh, they're the major stockholders in the profession. So all the national associations, not all, I will say, but most of the national associations are part of the summit. They get together twice a year, and when there's a need the chiropractic in the chiropractic profession, you have all of those people that represent the profession, and this, you know, not there's vendors as well. There's co- all mm-hmm. the college presidents, um, all the publications. They all get in the room together and make things happen. So that's what it is. It's not a secret society. It's not out there with dark cloaks making things happen that nobody knows about. I think about. it is. No, well, not Lisa, at least I the think first it part is. of the let's, meeting. Let's not tease about that. It is a secret society. I've been invited once a long, long time ago, and I saw them smoking cigars. I saw women coming and going out of the room. Come on, it's a you got to have it. Be more fun. Life. It would probably you, be a more. It fun would be a lot more fun. You got to have the special, yeah, the special lapel pin to get in the door. You know, by two uh, two guys at the door. No, I'm just teasing. Guys. I wish that was. I wish that was. I the wish case. that was true too. That'd be really fun. 
And, but, uh, Lisa, you bring but, up on a really important – oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I just want to say really quick, you bring up a really important point. Like we were there to help chiropractic navigate 2706, which was the, 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 the section of the law that made sure that there was, it was not basically the non-discrimination clause. And like I was on the government relations committee. And so I saw it happening in front of my eyes where you had national organizations that typically don't get along, figure out a way to sit down, talk to each other, be respectful, plan execute and deliver a result for the profession. So anybody who says like, oh, it's just chiropractors, we, we can't get along, it's just not true. Like, not we true. can get along, we do get along, and, we, and we've and we found ways to, to actually be very successful. We just need more of it. So just a little color commentary there. Yeah, and so right now the summit's main goal is the future of chiropractic strategic plan which I think a lot of people also right now are still just learning about. It's the information still just getting out there. And I've been in the profession a long time, and this is something that's been needed for a long time. The PTs did it years ago, and they did a phenomenal yeah. job, you know, in their, in, for their group. And this needs to be done for chiropractic. And because we didn't have, I hate the word, but you know, unity, um, amongst everybody in the chiropractic profession, it took a long time because it was, you know, for people to just get it to get done. And four years ago in San Diego, a whole group of people got together and decided this is going to happen. And it is. And they're not, the, the, all the, it's all put together now. Now it just has to be rolled out to the profession, rolled out to everybody. I'm on the fundraising committee. Um, which is funny because I have actually never asked people for money. <laughs> I mean, so it's kind of funny that I'm on the fundraising committee. What I do is I provide a value that they want to be a part of. Um, I make sure it's a win-win. So it's kind of interesting for me to be on the fundraising committee because now I actually do have to ask for money. But um, this thing is really happening. I mean, we have the, the, we're looking at fellowships at Dartmouth, Harvard, Yale. Um, there are, this is going to help. I'm going to tell a little personal story. My daughter wanted to go into chiropractic and I really didn't think it was the right fit for her. Um, but she wanted to do it. I obviously supported her, got her in touch with a lot of people that she could talk to about it. And, um, she started her undergrad in science to do that. And, but I have to tell you, I working on the business side in chiropractic, I was thinking, I don't, I don't know if this is, you know, what I want for her to do for her future. And this strategic plan needs to happen so that chiropractic has the future that it needs to have. And if this, if this doesn't happen, who knows what the future is going to be? If we talk about all these, the old rhinos and all the, you know, all the old guard for the chiropractic profession and, and our respect for them and for how much that they've done for this profession, well, this is it now. This is the new time. We're the new times old guard. We're the old guard. We're the oldest people in the room, Jay. <laughs> we are. We are. That's okay. That's a little personal cool joke there, but um, we are. <laughs> we're, you know, we're the group of people. This, this, anybody's wanted. We want this to be from the bottom of the profession up, right? So this isn't supposed to go from the top down. It's supposed to go from everybody in the field. What do they think we need in chiropractic? What can we accomplish? And we need this to happen. And um, for the first time in my 19 years, I believe wholeheartedly that this is going to go forward. This is going to happen. And we need everybody to be on board with it. So um, I'm honored to be any small part of it. And 
I can't wait to see what the future of chiropractic is going to hold with this. So, those are those are great comments, Lisa. And that, hey, that might be actually a good marketing ploy. Become part of the new guard. Get your lapel <laughs> pin and join us march up the yeah. <laughs> so Jay, also, I want to do stuff since I've done so much. I mean, you guys got me to talk about so much business, and you know that's not my forte. What I love in this profession is the relationships, and I do want to touch on that just a little bit because yeah, everybody talks about building networks, and I think this we need to talk about building relationships because that's where everything comes from, right? So. Yes, you're going to get calls from a lot of people that want to build a network and want to sell a product and want to, but get to know the people like Jay has, like Brad has, like I have. Get to know all these people. I mean, do it in the bar. We do. That's where we spend yep. a lot of our time getting to know each other is in the bar or in the pool, and uh, or, or 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 in a or an SUV driving out, you know, to Maine, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's all good. And what I love about it is when we do build those relationships, we're not talking about this like we are today. We're talking about sex. We're talking about uncomfortable things that have happened to us that we don't tell everybody. And we're <laughs> laughing and telling jokes and just having a good time. I think people think that when all of these national people get together, or some I guess I just don't look at things that way. And I think that comes from my um, comedy background. I don't really have a fandom, whatever. I don't, I don't look at people and go, Oh, that's so-and-so from somewhere. I, I just don't do that. I get to know them as a person. I get to be myself. I don't have to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. And, um, that's why the relationship works because there's trust there. When you know somebody personally and you have that back and forth, there's trust. Right. And so, um, I, I kind of just wanted to bring it around to the relationships because this has been really serious in, in, in the talk that we've had, but we have so much fun together. I can't so much fun the amount of fun that we all have together when we travel nationally. And um, I never in a million years thought that this is where my career would take me when I got involved in chiropractic. But <clears throat> I see I have some of the best friends in the world in this travel crew, and I know that they'll be there for me forever. And I know that I can go to them when I need them, both personally and professionally. So, um, there, I got the word sex in at least three times. I'm not going yeah, to beat Cindy Howard because I heard her. I haven't seen her yet. I heard hers was really funny, but you know, we do talk about sex an awful lot when we're out personally. <laughs> we do. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I think like, I couldn't have like said it better myself. I'm so glad that you said that, Lisa, um, because it is so incredibly true. Like, it what makes it all worthwhile is obviously supporting the profession and the patients that we serve. But like the joy that we get from being around each other, the the memories. Oh my God, the memories that we all have together is just incredible. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I I so appreciate that you brought that to light and you brought that and to the one last of this thing, the ones that are new to the group that come in and really go hard <laughs> in the bar, like to sell something or to come in and really, we all just look at them like we worked all day. Go away. Yeah, this is our downtime. We're not here to talk about our practice the Wait, whole time. Yeah, We're doing right. shots and ro drinking rosé. Okay. So go away. <laughs> You know, there's definitely that inner circle of people. And, and yeah. that's really the genesis of Tech Talk was COVID hit. And we couldn't get together at the bar. And Jay and I 
always have somebody coming up to us at the bar and wanting to talk, wanting to get in, engaged in those conversations. And but it's always that genesis, uh, that that group, that inner group of our friends that you mentioned that we travel around with. And but guys, we got open arms. We'll we'll let anybody yep. into that group. Uh, but come Absolutely. come be a friend. Don't yeah. come to sell us a product. Don't don't do that. Come to help us uh, move the profession forward. At least at uh, least loosen us up with a drink first before you start the hard sell. <laughs> you know, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> come on. Yeah. So, Lisa, before we completely wrap up, tell us what's coming up uh, at Michigan. Uh, I, you know, I've I've gotten closer involved with Michicare, Don Reno's uh, group that we're doing, and I'm going to head up to your uh, fall conference. Um, to be there to help Don with some of that to promote Infinity, one of my companies. But tell us what's going on coming up that people might be interested in in getting involved in coming to Michigan to be a part of. Well, yeah. we have our, our conventions, which is obviously the most popular thing that we see a lot of the national people. I bring in a lot of national speakers. Um, I, I think both of you are coming to my spring convention in Kalamazoo next year again. I think you're doing the sex talk, uh, Jay, with with Cindy Howard and Christy, and and then you'll be speaking with Brad on tech um, afterwards. So that'll be great. But um, we have the fall convention coming up. We have our new express convention coming up. We have our big thing right now is the Medicare bills. Obviously, that's the one. You know, we're just we're really focused on getting these Medicare bills to go through. So those are, you know, that's a big focus of our social media and everything that's happening here in Michigan. But um, I would love to have some new blood, speaker wise. So if you're watching this and you'd like to come up to Michigan, reach out to me. Call me. It's really fun. Yeah, call Lisa. <laughs> it's a really fun place to come to. And, uh, um, you know, we have, obviously, we have elections coming up, you know, this year for governor and, and several seats. So there's a lot of, of politics going on. We actually have a, a chiropractor that's running for governor in Michigan. Uh, so, that's great. Uh, and he's doing very well grassroots-wise, so we'll see how that goes. And we're very proud of him and very excited for him. And um, I, I, Michigan's just a great state to be in. As far as the summit, we're meeting at FCA um, National in August. And then again in St. Louis, Missouri. I'll be in Alaska this year with Jay. Brad, are you going to be at that one as well? I will yeah. be there. Yeah, I'm gonna be our, actually I think going to be there. Group's going. Yeah, we're going to be doing uh, a live version of Tech Talk. Uh, Deb and Sherry have asked us to do that. That's a lot of fun to do it because we do it in front of a a large crowd, a class. At the bar. At the bar. bar. (laughs) We can't ever tell. You know, in Alaska, we might find... Keep pushing doing at the bar. We may find some really (laughs) exciting things, uh, places to be in Alaska. But, yep. Well, I really think most of our whole crew is going to be there. So that'll be really fun. That group that we all hang out. There's a lot of people that are going to go to that Alaska one. So that'll be fun. This is their fiftieth, isn't that right? Fiftieth anniversary for yeah. Alaska this year. Yeah, and, yep. and Deb and Sherry put on a great show, a great conference. They feed you really well while you're there. Oh my male. god, yeah. And so, come to Alaska, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Lisa. Uh, thanks Michigan. for I spending. I don't feed you well. I, I get you lots of drinks, <laughs> but I don't feed you well. <laughs> I'm too cheap. Well, there's something. I think it's because they only do it every other year, and they build the funds up to do it. But, man, they feed you like every three hours. You know, there's some ice cream bar going on. Or Sherry riding around. I've got pictures of her on a little ice cream cart bicycle riding around handing out uh, popsicles. You know, it's uh, it's uh, fun. Meanwhile, it's in Michigan, people it's are fun. gnawing on their arms because they're starving. So. <laughs> 
but they're drinking up a storm. They don't <laughs> they're even remember that they were hungry. They're good. Yeah, they'll remember. It's okay. Well, Lisa, Lisa, thanks for spending the hour with us. Uh, we really yeah. appreciate the time. It's been a lot of fun to connect. I look forward to seeing you in the very near future here. Uh, and um, just excited to be around our group again whenever we can. Uh, I appreciate that. Love you guys. <laughs> Take care. Love you. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Brad. From Dr. Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all. Come on! And the data doc of talk is Tech Talk.